Welcome to Deep Defiance, your podcast for deep thinkers, movers, lovers, and believers, with your host, me, Sousa Octaviano. And welcome, fam. How are you enjoying the episode so far? So this is episode three, and we'll be talking about one of my highest values, faith. Since most people that I speak to kind of attune faith to hope, which is slightly different, may have a religious twinge when it doesn't have to, and how it's actually really, really important. Now, before I keep going, I realized that when I first recorded my first episode that I did not use the correct mic. And so thank you for all of you that are still bearing with me as I just want to get this content out there for your ears and are more forgiving (laughs) on the, uh, yeah the mechanics of this podcast so as with every every episode let's begin with a little peaceful grounding take a deep breath in Sink into the soles of your feet. Allow the belly to be soft. Your heart as it thumps in the chest. Notice the tilt of your chin. Where are you? Where are you going? And in spite of all those questions, you decide to completely be inhabiting your body. So you breathe. Use the expanse of your breath to take you deeper. Use the expanse of your breath to find beauty within you. The edge of your fingertips, maybe the palms and the thighs. Maybe the eyes are closed, rolls in and up. Or maybe you're listening to this as you are doing something and it's prompted you to breathe so that the belly expands. Breathe so that you soften the jaw. Breathe so that the harshness starts to dissolve. You begin to prepare the body to be open and willing to listen. You begin and allow yourself to soften, open, defy the thoughts and instead choose your heart as we connect ours to each other's. Faith. Hmm. What a concept. 
I remember hearing about faith and my understanding of it was through the church. I grew up as Catholic and I actually thought it had to do with your devotion to your religion. But in the recent months, particularly in the last year, my idea of faith has shifted. It's, there's a few steps before faith, you know? And the steps require you to be a little more honest about what faith means, what faith is. And look, I'm not an angel. It takes a lot of triumph and tribulation (laughs) within my little brain, my little head, my, my little body. To recognize that sometimes I get stuck in my, my neuroses of wanting things my way, right? And, I, and then I don't open up to the possibility. So how has faith opened me up? Well, looking at the past is one where we can look at examples of when you just kept going. You know, I... I think about the days of when I was at university and faith, having exercising faith in passing, for example, even when I felt like I wasn't going to get a good grade, but I still, uh, you know, did the work involved, for example. So the definition of faith that I'm really going to sink into here is acting with integrity Acting with that all-in-ness, regardless of the outcome, but having faith haha, that it'll work out for the highest good. So what is that kind of faith? It's, it's a pretty epic thing. Most of us have been taught that the only way to succeed is to know every single detail and To not have control will be the death of you. Well, I want to shift that. And I think a lot of people in in the world are shifting that. I mean, I'm lying here on my couch and I've discovered this beautiful podcast app that is helping me get this into your ears. And I seriously was starting to doubt that I was going to get this out there in time before I even left. Because I had this thought that, oh my God, how am I going to get this podcast out? Not only did I break the mic stand, but I am working off my iMac, which the mic is plugged into, and I won't be able to take my iMac with me before I travel. Now I've discovered this app, okay, and I was so believed in getting deep defiance into your ears that when I discovered this app, I just went, holy crap, I couldn't have thought about this any more than it had come to me okay but I just had faith that I was going to get out do you see the workings of faith here in my day now when you are trying to change a story or create a new level of abundance or put your energy into a new relationship the steps before faith has to come 
from your deepest desire to be in your integrity. So what does that mean? Now, integrity is a pretty hot shot word. It's a new level of honesty, right? It's being able to have this ruthless alignment that is just a full heart, full power. But it's not necessarily about being selfish either. Because I think we do our best work when we are not just honoring ourselves, but honoring the needs of those of, of the world, right? And when that aligns, it's pretty cool. It takes work. It takes, it takes, it takes work. It takes work. So look, I, I've, faith is a big one, especially in my sobriety, because especially sobriety for me is, has been a really big foundation for my spirituality and my discovery of myself. And I don't think that sobriety is necessarily the answer for everyone, but I had to have faith that becoming clean would get me what I need even before I knew what becoming clean would feel like. And faith is a big value for me now because of this. But prior to having faith in how it, in the process, I reckon I lived my life half the time lying to myself because I didn't have faith in myself, lying to the people around me because I was afraid I'd be found out or trying to control their behaviors by telling them what they want to hear. And lying to, to the world by putting on a mask. And when you're hiding, you're not having faith that the truth of who you are is what the world needs. And when you don't have faith, you don't have hope. You don't have trust. I think without faith, I would not. I would not be nearly as as kind or as compassionate as I am today. And there's definitely still times where I'm mean and nasty. <laughs> and it's then it's the faith in forgiveness. Do you have faith in the process of forgiveness? To be all in with faith requires you to go, all right, I'm going to look inside for a second. I'm going to look really deep inside myself right now. And what am I willing to invest as a behavior, as an action, as a thought? Commit to that. Know that it's good for me, good for who will be receiving this or that it will be affected by us by this and the outcome may be reached maybe not but the thing is no matter what I'll learn something from it so faith is a devotional act although it's not necessarily religious 
it does require you to believe in a power higher than yourself because there are many powers higher than you, right? Or things that you cannot control. There are decisions that need to be made that you cannot control. If you're applying for that house, applying for that job, maybe you're in sales, right? And you're still working out how to not sound, you know, convincing or salesy, but you know that you're doing the work to really share the message that you love. Or maybe you're undertaking a new path of your teachership, of your studentship, and you have no idea how you are going to make this work. What is your faith practice when it's a little bit on the wobbly side? For me, the faith practice has to start. Let's, let's get practical. Let's get practical. So I'm a big believer in morning routines, evening routines. I mean, you hear to any, you hear any successful entrepreneur or coach or sages, masters, <laughs> all have a morning routine, right? The Dalai Lama has a morning routine. Gosh, it'd be really interesting to know about the Dalai Lama's morning routine. But anyway, before we share ourselves with the world, it's like, what is your commitment or your or devotion to yourself? Now, I've just started Kundalini Yoga and... This is the other side of faith. Now, I've been in, since the start of the year, in deep sovereign relationship with my morning practice. And it's been so wonderful. It has been so nice getting up every morning and doing my things. But here, I will be honest with you. I have since come back from my Byron teacher training, the first module, and I completely fell off the wagon. I completely fell off the wagon and it's felt like I've been chasing my tail, trying to make it happen again. I bet you've felt this before. I bet you've felt that I've been going so good and blah, 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 and then bang. Where are you going? You know, like it's like, oh, fire out. Wake up in the morning, wake up late. And, and the thing is what I'm learning is that this morning routine, whether it's meditation or even just a simple five minutes before you pick up the phone or a few deep breaths with your essential oil. It's that communion that you make prior to other things influencing you. Now, since falling off that, I've had this like thud of a reminder of, oh, that's what it feels like. This is what it feels like to run on autopilot and, and coming back to my center is just a simple choice. A simple choice, a simple faith-making process is that when I put that first, everything else will work its way around it. So let's go to a little break. 
So faith. How do you actually action faith in your everyday? And the little steps to get there, what I do, and how you might be able to work it in your life. So just because I'm a yogi doesn't mean I have all the spiritual lingo and stuff down pat, you know? It actually took me a few years of being a yoga teacher before I even realized, ah, right, I'm pretty ill inside before I really sought help on my addictions. And it was when I decided to action faith, right, that things really changed for me. I moved back home all on a gut feeling. Now that's faith, maybe reckless. <laughs> now faith, actually faith, and, and, and the energy of reckless may look like the same thing to one person. So be mindful that it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, as we all know this. But be also work between the parameters of leaping without you completely coming back to harm. You know, like I used to make some really ridiculous choices when I didn't explore... <sighs> all the facets of what, you know, and I could have saved myself a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, but hey, all lessons are not the same. So how can you exercise faith in your everyday? Well, in the previous segment, I talked about your morning routine, but let's say if you're starting your day and you think, all right, something's got to give and this whole day has just not gone the way I wanted it to how do you keep going from there well maybe you have to have a little bit of a cry maybe you have to release but take give yourself a little bit of a break and and go to the bathroom breathe whatever but I like to ask myself some simple questions you know and it's will this matter in five years Am I trying to control something that's uncontrollable? And how can I act in love to myself and to the people around me? If a decision's been worked my way and I can't seem to see beyond faith and I'm, I'm kind of like stuck right at the controlling stage, I ask myself these questions. Am I trying to control something that's uncontrollable? And if it's gonna take manipulation, if it's gonna take lying, if it's gonna take not speaking my truth, not voicing who I am, that's a type of manipulation too. Yeah, it, it totally is. I think about the people who have shown me their colors and how on one scale it's like, yes, I've seen, I see you, I see you just as you see me and let's freaking dance, let's party, right? 
And then there's this other side that's, wow, maybe our colors don't match. Maybe the scheme doesn't go as well as I thought it did. Am I willing to walk away from that even though in my head I had a plan that this was going to work? Even though in my head I had a plan, you know, all the way up into me retiring. (laughs) Faith in friendships, faith in work, faith in our most intimate relationships, faith in our families, to exercise that every day. Now, there's, there's, for me, blind faith isn't healthy, like that term blind faith. You know, there's faith where you've considered all the options and you're going all in on one. And then there's blind faith where you're just recklessly going, Yep, I'm going to do this thing and it's going to work out no matter what I do because I am untouchable. That is very egotistical. You know, I reckon I've done that so many times. I can definitely think of some really reckless situations. But also some where I've just been completely in denial. Now, denial and doubt are cut from the same cloth, whether it's self-inflicted or towards someone else. How is this? And how is this? How is your denial and your doubt a block to your faith? Hmm. Well, hey, when you're in denial, you're just lying to yourself. And when you're lying to yourself, you don't know all, you don't have the information that you need. So how can you proceed accordingly? How can you behave in truth when there is no full spectrum of the picture being looked at in front of you? Now, when there's doubt, there's scarcity. When there's scarcity, there's small-mindedness and there's not enoughness. And when those things come into the picture, faith has a very, very hard time of sticking around. Because doubt is loud, it's sticky, and for some reason, it's the hardest one to curb. So denial and doubt, when they block our ability to have faith, it puts us in this real small-minded victim mentality that is so 2015, I can't even, (laughs) you know, a lot of people, if you um, have heard of the Abraham Hicks meditations are really powerful for abundance mindset, Um, really really good way to shift your vibration is is a lack of a better term but also just look for me when denial and doubt 
it, it it's a creeper, you know, it starts as a whisper. Maybe it's very loud. Maybe you're not even conscious of the fact that you have those thoughts, right? If they automatically go to the negative, right? I'm not saying that only positive is welcome, but having, but being able to discern, this is the key, discernment and choice. And again, it comes back, what are you able to control? Because you're not able to control it all. So ditch the doubt, get real with your denial. And in doing so, you take one step closer towards full power faith. So faith takes commitment, perseverance and continuous constant effort because sometimes you're not actually reaping the fruits or the rewards of that investment just yet so for example it might be as practical as having faith that your education will you know get you a job or um, that you wish right that kind of happens to most of us or for me, what it was, was I didn't really understand what faith meant um, from where I've come from. So I guess that it was very religious based and having faith in <laughs> becoming a yoga teacher, a trainer, uh, someone in sales even. God, you know, I'm beginning to own the fact that since my fit, my interview with Tara in the second episode, I've begun to really own the fact that I'm in sales. You know, that's what we have to do when we're an entrepreneur, you're selling something. And most of us are in denial of that when we're in the, I guess, in the spiritual in the spiritual entrepreneurship route, maybe? I don't know. It's definitely, it definitely, you have to ride out the waves of still doing the action when you're not motivated and then doing the action when you're hyper-motivated but not being afraid that you're going to burn out, right? So how do I try to stay constant? Now, this is from one of my mentors and you guys are going to love this. So take note, your diary, your calendar is your highest self. So for me now, when I, (laughs) when I schedule something in, it's not just because I won't forget it, that it's there. It's that when I don't feel like doing it, I look at the commitment that I've made. I look at the bigger picture and I, and, I, and I have faith that my, the Sousa who booked that in, who put that in the diary, put that in good faith so that I would fulfill its duty. You see what I'm saying here? Are you guys picking up what I'm putting down? Because how many of us here over plan, over schedule, and I'm still learning this in my, in my, in my servitude, not to overschedule. 
And so when I got real, I was like, okay, I'm going to put that in. It's funny, when I, when I started to get real with that, there was so much more white space in my calendar. I got so much more out of my day and my to-do list actually got shorter. And so I was able to work in a more constant pace because I wasn't adding so much on. But at the same time, I stuck to my commitment. So I was flexing, right? Flexing my muscle, working it out, my integrity muscle. Integrity and faith are the next relationship that we are going to talk about. Integrity and faith. So this is the final, the final solution for me and has been the biggest one. And if you're exercising faith in every day, it comes down to your integrity. It comes down to, are you really doing what you say it takes to get to where you want to go? Or are you just fluffing about? Because most of us like to think that we've done, we've done what we need to. And this isn't about even doing more or doing less. It's are you effectively choosing the right spiritually aligned actions? Yep. And I do mean spiritually aligned because it is also spiritually aligned to go get a coffee with a friend when you're needing, you know, to, to be, to, to feel connection, right? It doesn't all have to be woo-woo and meditation for it to be a spiritually aligned action. But if you have gathered the information, the feeling, the process, all of that necessary, and you've discerned, yep, this is what I need to do. If you are in your integrity, then it's natural for the doubt to fall away. It is natural for the denial to fall away. It is natural for those blocks, for the controlling for the manipulation to fall away because you believe so much in your honesty that nothing could falter that, nothing can change that. Integrity is something that is a pretty hard one to to fulfill in ourselves when we don't even know what we want or who we are. However, that's then attaching it that we have to know who we are completely to do the right kind thing. I don't think so. I don't think you even have to know your why to necessarily start a business. You just have to have a hunch, right? And you just know it's going to do good. So if it's not the chicken or the egg situation around integrity and knowing and why, then, then what is it that we really need to have to be in integrity? And it's just the one umbrella question and I've answered it. I've asked it already. Is it for the highest good of all? Because when if it's for the highest good of everyone, 
and like when it really is the highest good of everyone even if your outcome isn't but someone else gets to choose it but you learn something incredible from it isn't that awesome is it for the highest good of everyone when we begin to truly answer that and go you know what yeah yeah it is and it's funny I was really hit hard with this lesson the other day because you know I, I for me this podcast isn't just a one two three step how to live your life in the monologues this is like this is real shit this is like if we were if we were besties having a coffee right now this is how I would like us to converse you know this is how I want my friends to feel inspired so I reckon yesterday was one of the most incredibly frustrating days where my flight got changed by the airline, but I made a mistake in confirming the flight change, but I was confused by the date. So I have lost a day in Vietnam, basically. And I was so upset. I was so upset. I could change my flights if I wanted to, but then it was just astronomical fees for the for it being so last minute and, you know, also just spending so much time on the phone like that, right? This was a very, very small human moment for me, but really, really necessary because I was in tears. I was absolutely in tears over this. And it took me a few hours to calm down because I had tried everything. I had tried everything. Um, and then I had a look at my itinerary again. I went, okay. I wipe my I wipe my snotty nose, I wipe my tears. And I said, "Okay, how can I make this easier for myself? What is what is this showing me? And what is it how is this for the highest good of everybody?" And I went, "Okay, if I can accept that I've just lost a day in Vietnam, what's going to come out of it? I get an extra day with my family in the Philippines." Right? I get at least the final dinner with my with the doTERRA event. And when I arrive, we miss the traffic. So that's great. You know, just all these little things started to come up and I started to have faith and okay, my flight was meant to change, you know, and me trying to change it and trying to alter and manipulate it was getting me stuck and upset. I'm sure that you can think of situations where this has worked in your life where you had an idea, you had a plan and you were, as my partner would say, a bull at the gate just trying to make it work, trying to make it go your way. <laughs> when it's showing you something, a higher, a higher something. And so my integrity around that was like, okay, you know, I'm going to speak about this, but I'm also going to accept this with love and it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Having the impeccability to keep my head up high and look at the fruits of that cool no when I've made a mistake ah I should have looked at the time and date difference you know I could have done that when things don't go away or when we are going towards a goal or if there is something very difficult that we are working through or the highest of highs that we are experiencing, 
basically full spectrum life stuff. Exercising faith is the most important value for me. That next to courage. That next to courage. There'll be there'll be an episode on that too, but when you have faith, the only thing that can really break you is you. When you're not listening, you know, when you're not, when you're not feeling. For me, faith has given me the opportunity to ask for help when I needed it. It's given me the opportunity to create with love as it stands in my life. It's given me the opportunity to open up to a new way of working, as scary as it is, and see it as thrilling. To accept, not not with dreariness, but to go, yeah, I'll take that. I'll have a plate of that, thank you. I'll I'll have seconds, actually. (laughs) So if faith is something you haven't worked with, faith is also already working its way in your life, whether you're aware of it or not. Faith in how you are evolving Every little step of the way you are seeing. (sighs) Rising, feeling that uplift. Now as this episode starts to draw to a close. Wow, I can really ramble on. (laughs) Faith is not something that came naturally. But when I can recognize that I am not acting in faith, all these principles have helped. They've helped me not only to get to where I am, but when I felt I've gone backwards to bring some hope, some love, acceptance. And gosh, I've seen some fucking beautiful things in my life. Wow, excuse my French. I've seen some beautiful things in my life. Due to faith. I hope that you have enjoyed our third episode today. Now, I guess this is a very, very humble and simple operation, but just to get into your heart and into your ears, I'd love it if you left a review and subscribed and shared so that we could get this out there. You guys are amazing, you're incredible, and can't wait to share more. And there you have it, folks. Thank you for tuning in to Deep Defiance, your podcast hosted by Sousa Octaviano. Now, this is a very humble, humble operation by me. And 
If you enjoyed what you listened to, it would help spread the word by subscribing, leaving a review, and even better yet, share it to your social media platform that you adore. Because together we can affect change, defy the odds, and build communities that thrive.